Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cloud Wars Live, the podcast that's digging into the digital revolution and looking at how it's changing every aspect of our lives. In this episode, we're going to take an in-depth look at SAP Industries and CX. We're delighted to have with us Sven Deniken, who's the Chief Marketing and Solutions Officer for SAP Industries and CX. Sven, great to see you. Paul, thanks for having me here. Excited. Yeah, Sven, just to set the stage, tell us, uh, tell everybody a little bit about your your role here and the combination of industries and CX for SAP. Yeah, happy to do so, and I'm pretty sure everyone can look it up at LinkedIn. Um, some of my followers there. Uh, I'll keep them up to date what I'm doing now. But there's of course a lot that I bring into this. Not lately, starting in ERP supporting all the SAP cloud acquisitions where I got my upgrade to the cloud, then going back into uh, engineering, um, very early days of S4, which you know pretty well, where we changed again our core industry and just lately took over and volunteered for and I very much appreciated to run all industries at SAP. And then in addition, so someone thought I might be too boring just to do one thing, I'd also happy to lead the customer experience solution management, which actually I see also part of our discussion today, how those things come closer together. Because all it starts with the engagement with the client, all the way to fulfill what you promised. And I think that is in many industries, super, super important. Oh, Sven, thanks. That that background's helpful. And it's interesting what you said. And I know in uh, in our discussion, this will roll out, but up until now, it seems like there's been a, a CX is sort of a general thing. And what it seems SAP is helping to take the lead on here is to say, no, industry to industry, that changes pretty significantly. So I'm sure folks are going to want to hear about that. But mm-hmm. uh, Sven, the first thing I wanted to ask you about, right, you know, SAP, you've got really, you know, 50 years of industry specific expertise that's all been uh, something you've leveraged very heavily now, the move to the cloud, uh, the rise mm-hmm. of industry, specific solutions and so forth. But you've sort of uh, really been pushing this notion of industry convergence. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and what that means for customers. Yeah, happy. So so, so first of all, um, and you can quote me on that, the industries customers operate in defines their core business. So, so their core business really has an industry spin. But with industry convergence now coming to the forefront, I think this is reshaping nearly every industry. And it is also blurring a little bit the traditional value chains that we are used to. So it entails like the integration of technologies, of course, business processes, and also business models at the end. We'll have some good examples on this one. And as those industries start to converge horizontally, as well as vertically, we start to see new markets and new revenue streams appear. And this is where SSAP, and that uh, say that with a, a pleasure and with pride, has that deep industry knowledge and a track record, I think, for business processes transformation. And it's, I think we are uniquely positioned together with our customers and partners to identify and develop those cross-industry solutions. Mm-hmm. And of course, I think also best positioned to automate um exactly here and we'll for sure talk about ai at some point today yes yes hey sven i wonder could could i just follow up on that you know Mm -hmm. your your point about the creation of new business models and new revenue streams i think sometimes there's still some companies that are maybe looking at the move around industries and even cx of saying okay we need to be more efficient at what we've done in the past 
And clearly that's important, but I think what you talked about, new business models, new revenue streams, that's that's got to be something that more companies take advantage of. Yeah, and, and, and maybe you know it as, as I know it very well from the past, where we used to describe business processes like Chevron, starting here and going there. Yeah. And then we automated like compressing, but it was still the same business process. And that's not what I think we should do, never should have done. Well, faster is okay, but we see that huge change. And I would like to pick up one example, which is also around for a while, but now it is evolving super, super fast. And that is everything is offered as a service. Yes. But there is actually a convergence uh, topic happening in everything as a service. So it comes up when, when companies transform their traditional products into service offerings. And sometimes in addition, or they augment it with additional services, because that's exactly where they create value, which is unique. Now let me come up with an example. It's just a, a customer example that we're working on for a while. It's a heating, ventilation, and air conditioning device manufacturer. And then, by the way, he is in my home country, Germany, and he wants to offer this HVAC as a service where the customer will always have the right temperature. That's actually what he provides, the right temperature, which, by the way, means next to his classical manufacturing or predictive maintenance offering, he also bundles the energy needed for the devices. So HVAC as a device manufacturer winds up to become an energy retailer. Yeah. And this is where I see just one example of that industry convergence, which makes it so exciting to be exactly at that point. Now, overall, back to your question, we see this changing in the way we manufacture, in the way we anticipate also the customer needs and fulfill them. But the promise is made how we deliver, how we deliver the customer value. And, and there are many, many, many more scenarios. But if you may, I'll just add two that I'm, I'm very excited Please. about. One is, for example, energy retail. So it's bringing together the very traditional classical oil and gas with automotive, utilities, energy, and retail. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, we're helping classical fuel stations to transform into charging stations of the future. And that means it... Um, extend their business model into retail convenience stores where actually most of the margin is made and utilities, which is the e-charging. And the amount of time you and me might spend there while charging our cars, that cries for a great customer experience yeah. before, during, and even afterwards. Yeah. And the last one, which comes to mind and three examples, always good amount is for me, a circular economy. We talked about that before, but how you focus on eliminating waste and reusing of resources truly in a circle economy, um, how mill products and mining, manufacturing, tech, tech, high tech, consumer products, retail, and on, I can go on and on to reuse, share, but also repair, refurbish, remanufacture, and recycle their products in a closed loop system. And this is where convergence can help. It seeks really to, to maximize what I would say the use of resource inputs and reduce the creation of waste pollution and carbon emissions. And, you know, we're, we're in the midst of that and helping a lot of our customers with yeah. our partners to excel. Yeah, you know, um, Sven, at the beginning of this conversation, when I talked about, you know, the podcast looking at the digital revolution, right? I know sometimes that can come across as a buzzword, but you see things like uh, with these sort of capabilities that you've described, 
business people can now say, I don't have to feel trapped or confined in one industry because that's where I was 50 or 100 years ago. Instead, exactly. I can move as the opportunities move. And so I think it's great for businesses and it's great for consumers too, who get more access to more different types of the things they want rather than having to shop around and say, I want to try to go find something that kind of approximates what I want. Instead, mm -hmm. now businesses are reshaping themselves as you've described very nicely in those three examples to meet the exact specific needs of customers. It's, it's a very exciting time. It is. And, and while for a very long time, pun intended, the, the answer was always cloud. Yeah. Uh, now maybe the answer is a digital transformation still. I think we make it really tangible. And, and that only works with, of course, the platforms that we have with, with our ecosystem extending what we have. Yes. And that is also what we show, how those products really work together and how can we accelerate. And as you pointed out, I said it before, um, the industries, by definition plural, where our customers operate in defines their core business. That core is changing and we're capturing exactly where it happens. We're analyzing it and we're bringing it actually to the highest degree of standardization, which is equally important to have that digital transformation, which is anyhow a journey and not an end destination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sven, you've mentioned a couple of times the, uh, this modern theme of transformation and SAP, I think has truly done groundbreaking work with both Rise and more recently with Grow. How are, mm -hmm. how are those programs interplaying with what you're doing with industries and CX? Yeah. So, so first of all, Rise and Grow, and I was lucky to be in, in the room when we when it was born, they're really business as a transformation concierge services. This is not a product, a skew. It is a, a handshake, which actually through addresses unique target customer segments, of course. When on the one hand, we see Rise as the concierge service that caters towards more larger companies who also still have a lot of opportunity to do things also by themselves. Grow, on the other hand, targets more the mid-market or classical subsidiaries like classically two-tier ERP models that have been around for a while. So in a nutshell, this offering helps to transition companies' current classical business process ERP data view to the highest degree possible in standardization, aka cloud or better said software as a service. And we're doing that through bundling tailor-made ERP software, the transformation services, the business analytics, and the partner expertise. Right. Now, these two offerings come, of course, fitted to your point with, with industry-specific processes, which means what is the best practice? And specific functionality is also tailored towards an industry situation, for example, manufacturing or retail or professional services, you, you name it, many, many more. And by leveraging these industry-specific capabilities, enterprises can align their strategies with their unique business process requirements. Equally important, by the way, extend them on our platform as a service, known as SAP BTP, or develop low and pro code with SAP Build, and all scores with the relevant business AI included. Now, on that business process that they are catering and they are transforming towards, Custom experience happens at many points yeah. as actually data is produced at many points that around the persona, around actually the financial targets, around the manufacturing targets are brought together. And this is what is so exciting to analyze where the customers are, pick up at that point, 
rather than to push actually just one North Star, which is never going to happen. But it's a journey and it's an exciting journey. It is. And Sven, you know, uh, because of your role here in SAP Industries and CX Business, I've, I've enjoyed the examples you've given so far. But I wanted to ask you about a couple others because I think mm-hmm. SAP is doing some interesting groundbreaking types of things in both agribusiness and e-mobility. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, happy to do so. And you're picking actually one of some of my favorites, of course. So let's start with, with uh, the first one you mentioned, like agribusiness. So we all know why we're doing that, right? According to, to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, to feed the world in 2050, we must increase food production by 70%, 70%. Yeah. So that's a challenge, which not going to go away. That's a challenge that everyone is trying to address. Now at SAP, we look across farming, manufacturing, supplier, distribution, retail, and etc. many others to where we can make food networks more intelligent and how we can make them more sustainable. So that is a perfect archetype of horizontal convergence scenario, which we already have seen in action during Sapphire, if, if you or some of the audience here attended this year. And we're now equipping our experience centers, which we have globally with this, and by the way, many more scenarios to co-innovate across the partner and SAP offering, which is super important because we need to increase the impact of such solutions. So concretely, that means in addition to the rise and grow with SAP components, we offer also partner solutions that, for example, manage and control farming contracts that trace foods and ingredients as they move through the food chain. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are solutions that we developed as industry innovations like SAP Intelligent Architecture, which helps companies to leverage business AI capabilities to produce more food to while they're reducing, on the other hand, water, fertilizer and pesticides, which is equally important. And this includes notable customers like, for example, KWS SAT, which is one of the world's largest seed producers, where they use intelligent agriculture solution to better plan and seed farming processes. And this in collaboration with the growers. And that for sure in, ensures this sustainable, efficient production. Yeah. Um, companies like Dole Sunshine Fruit, who uses SAP S4HANA and AI to partner mm-hmm. solutions um, from Clary Fruit, who achieve zero fruit loss by 2025 because a lot of that goes out. So this is a super exciting and, and it's something that I want people to look at and, and learn from that across the industries. Um, you mentioned a second one, and I yes. think uh, it's good you mentioned you're talking to a German. So no no example without a car example. <laughs> so mobility services, it is what we're talking about. So another customer we also had, had many times co-innovating with us, it's uh, who is seeking that transformation in its industry, the way traditionally would have called it a car manufacturer it's the company called smart europe okay they really aim to offer all electrical smart vehicles i would call it device on wheels Uh uh, to climate conscious and city dwelling consumers who from an online world that's their second nature so everything is happening online and in this business model it is based on selling cars directly to consumers both virtually and physically on one single platform um, that means that the, the sees the car dealerships as more than just physical sales outlets. Rather, they are partners, they are advocates for the Smart Europe brand. And this is where 
Smart Europe benefits from SAP industry-led customer experience approach that, that we, we alluded to a little bit earlier and uses here very concretely SAP Commerce Cloud as the backbone of all its e-commerce transactions. The solution includes product configuration, payment processes to buy, lease, or subscribe to actually all electrical smart vehicles. And I like that very much because it shows this convergence on a very modern device, which is actually a device on wheels, so to say. Yeah. And there are more. Should I add one more? Please. Yeah. So we, we talk a lot about now um, AI and, 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 and generative AI has brought it to the forefront, but we have been in AI for, for many, many years. But when we call it business AI, we'll allude to it later, we see that it drives really that business impact because it remains a challenge for many companies because they don't have that in-house expertise. Now, when you combine it with our industry knowledge, our solutions that we have here have very critical um, power, very critical business functions, have a very critical position. Mm -hmm. For example, generative AI in SAP transportation management. Sounds boring, but customers can automate their manufacturing sectors, can increase the accuracy of the freight and the deliveries by really speeding up this usually manual checks and good receipts and delivery notes. All of that happen in a true automated way or predictive replenishment. We talked about um, retail before, and very soon we're going to be at, at NRF in, in, in New York in, in January. We're going to show how AI can be used to automatically calculate the orders and, and the product orders in the, in the sense so you can optimize the replenishment through your entire distribution centers that your promise is always kept. Um, and there are many more of those like product recommendation, extended warehouse management. But I don't want to get too, too excited because at the end of the day, it's always the industry context that, that makes me wake up in the morning and say, where can we improve that? Where can we automate that? Well, Sven, you know, it's interesting. I, I know you were joking when you said that uh, generative AI and transportation management could sound boring. And maybe, you know, a few years ago, people would sort of roll their eyes when they heard that. But after we all, what we lived through in 2020 and 2021, and you can't find certain things that used to be available. I think that's something that, you know, everybody's very aware now of the significance of supply chains and transportation and the advances that were made until a year ago, but now on top of that, generative AI, it's it's going to be a remarkable new world. Uh, I, I think that really is capturing the excitement of a lot of people. But Sven, with that, I want to ask, it seems that now the mindset of business leaders has to shift, right? Not only am I just not trapped in the one industry I've been for a long time, I've got to see mm -hmm. new opportunities. But I think around generative AI, it, it is something that I think leaders and companies have to embrace this and encourage their organizations to be on board with this. So a year or two from now, they're not wondering, gee, what happened? Why am I behind mm. my field? It's again, one of those things that makes life today so interesting. Yeah. And then, and I like it because of course it puts uh, a focus on something which has been around for a while. It accelerates that, <clears throat> but here would be my two, three learnings already. Number one, it's going to come faster than we all think. Number yeah. two, yeah. Don't go the classical way for volume, but go for value. Okay. Like everyone is now scratching his head and cranking out use cases. And so might we do, but the question is, what is truly the value and how you measure the value of that? And this is where at SAP and industries we've been closely linked um, like 50 years. And 
Um, our deep industry knowledge, again, along our track record for business process transformation, is why customers trusted us and keep trusting us with a core business. Now, what we see in that, in that um, convergence, even there from a technology perspective, we see that industry convergence is, is driving that innovation at the edges of each industry. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, when we talk product, renewal rates above 90%. Because... Okay. There is very different. Right? This is what you want to have. And we've been helping customers to adopt that uh, and navigate also several overarching industry topics and challenges. And that's why we call them the industry innovation themes. And some examples, we talked about that, like sustainable energy, um, like clinical research and development for life science, where to be concrete, an example, Boston Scientific Corporation runs that smart consignment and smart orders technology from a partner on SAP S4HANA and automate enable complete retail uh, real-time inventory control, which actually near instantaneous uh, enabled settlement and auditing and reconciliation. And that also with zero invoicing errors. So they cut by definition and by fact, their workload by 45%. So their existing stuff can really spend more time with their patients, which is their customer or Another one comes to mind, like predictive planning and inventory orchestration in retail, um, like the tire shop. They use S4HANA and an industry cloud partner solution, Data Extremes, so cross-channel order management solution. Very classical, also the convergence of industry and CX, where they enhance that sales interaction, where they get this greater visibility everyone wants and wants to talk about into the availability of the inventory. And they realized one to 2% increase in sales, which actually wow. in their behalf is, is, is a lot of money and a lot of sales revenue. So for each theme out there that we see in that convergence, we, we, we have content, best practices, but also that next practice, I would call it, it showcases this total value. And it doesn't even stop there because across industry value chains, we see a couple of things now coming together, if I may add that. So business networks for industry. We talked about that at Sapphire as well, where those industry-driven collaboration capabilities that we build in SAP business network helps customers to improve and extend their key business processes mm -hmm. and with their trading partners, obviously. And SAP is currently focused very much on consumer products, high-tech, industrial manufacturing, life science to start there because there are more industries to come, but these are the ones who embrace that idea. Um, another one would be industry data ecosystems. Everyone talks about data is the new oil, but if you put that in the industry context, those players and competitors with one industry coming together and develop data exchange standards, they also influencing, by the way, the regulation has been very often one-offs, but now lessons that we learned in actually even supply chain for not driven by demand, but by exception or by scarcity, uh, that has brought them together. And SAP is very focused and contributing to that definition of the domain uh, where our goal is to have seamless access to that emerging industry data ecosystems through a portfolio of solutions. And we've talked about that in manufacturing. It's called Manufacturing X or Catena X. In, in automotive, yes. where those data ecosystems are really coming together. Now, just if you take it forward, how good would be an AI based on very clear data semantics aligned across industries? That's a kind of a dream starting to come true. So yes. it's not 
far out there. I want to want to make one point though at the end, um, also in those examples, <clears throat> and you need to stop me because I'm I, I can go on and on and on. But <laughs> uh, that is about our ecosystems, our partners. Yeah, and I think they are a key even if not a pivot part of what we are talking here about, because our vast partner ecosystem always has been around. And this also now includes those industry-specific solution providers, the consultants out there whose very deep process uh, domain expertise is needed and their experience of bringing that to life, of supporting the transformation. And that is why I'm so proud that in a program that we call Industry Cloud, we have developed 80% of those solutions with partners yes. on business technology platform wow. with SAP built and now AI built in. So this is very deep industry specific knowledge. And this is why I think also this high renewal rates come because that innovation, the vertical edge together with the right partners makes an awful lot of a difference. And I'll give you an example on here to finish it out. So 80% of the industry cloud solutions I see comes from that uh, diverse and very extensive partner ecosystem, which I'm pushing very much with my organization, because if anything was interesting in my life, let's overcome this not invented here syndrome. Let's yeah. make sure that we increase that, that, that ability to serve customers in a more profound way together. And that is an example. And there's a company in Switzerland, which actually I'm going to visit uh, this week. Okay. Again, it's smart press shop. Uh -huh. uh, that they are using industry uh, digital manufacturing and also partner solution, Cognac Visual Operation Intelligence to help improve the safety in their production. They press the body parts of the Porsche Cayennes of the world. Uh -huh. They don't sit at the phone and wait till Porsche calls. They really are. They have the digital twin and, and they're happy to share also the blog on, 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 and actually it's even on YouTube, how they do it. And they have completely automated with a partner called Syntax that illustrates this one portfolio approach that actively engaged in the cloud version at the highest degree of standardization with zero paper in their manufacturing. And they have the digital twin to predict. And this is so exciting because it also shows how the collaboration between players who used to actually maybe also watch each other rather than collaborate with each yeah. other. Because it is about data ecosystems, not data ego systems. How <laughs> actually just quote one of my colleagues who put it very, very nicely. So, so that is that is super uh, exciting. But as you see, uh, we're serving 25 industries, a lot of stories and more to be told. But I think uh, it, hopefully it helped as well as make it very tangible here. Sven, you know, I I, I wanted to ask. Uh... You know, you've, you've described these data ecosystems and like with Katina X, it's in the automotive industry. But if you take your other big point about industry convergence and suddenly there's multiple industries, we get to a point where the data ecosystems start in one industry, perhaps, but then they go sideways, almost diagonally across multiple others. What that is going to be quite a quite an experience. Yeah, and you can quote me here as well. I think the future of an ERP is a networked ERP, which yeah. I mean, it's the leverage of different data ecosystems and semantics uh, underneath. And if you would ask me for good business AI, which needs to be relevant, reliable, and actually also responsible, it starts there. It starts with that data ecosystem. And that what keeps me, my team, and an SAP and our experts awake to think about 
not how we control, but how we manage that and by that produce that transformation that is needed. And there's, of course, a lot of learnings and a lot of tips and guidances we can give um, by looking at that. But you're absolutely on the money. I think that is, for me, the next frontier and for sure will be one of the things we're going to talk in the future more and more about it. Perfect. And um, Sven, as we wrap up, are there a couple key points you want to be sure that people bear in mind and take into this very exciting 2024? Yes, happy to do so. Yeah, it's coming to that time of the year yeah. when we look at the next year. But um, nevertheless, and then it's all based on standing on shoulders of a lot of experts inside and outside SAP. But if you would, would me like to summarize it in, in two, three points, I think, first of all, I welcome everyone to think first about the following points uh, that I'm going to mention, but then reach out, have a conversation with me, my colleagues, my experts, because as I said, digital transformation is a journey. It is not an end state where to other and not on Christmas and not on New Year's Eve we're going to read. So it's a journey. So number one, think about the customer value first. Sounds very generic, but how you deliver it today and how will you deliver it in three to five years? Because that is important that you compare to a kind of a North Star where yeah. we want to evolve towards um, some fundamental set, right? Like data, like, like actually also making sure that you automate not by compressing, but really changing the business processes and think about your interactions with customers. Then think in and outside your industry, AKA convergence. So innovate on the platform at the vertical edge as well. Start with best practice, where you compare towards, where you drive towards, at some of those next practices, the innovation at the vertical edge. But also be assured, and that is of course where it's important, extend with SAP partners on the platform um, and do it also yourself with SAP Build, like um, add some AI into it, like reliable and really relevant to a business processes. That might be number two. And that's why we also just recently attacked and introduced SAP Build Code, which addresses the developers who can use those AI-powered tools, make it really professional and make it really productive at the starting point based on the best practice. And this is where those productivity tools will emerge super, super quickly, but they need to have a business process and an industry context. Yeah. And last but not least, um, we have kept a lot of our SAP experience centers across the world. They are physically as well as virtually available where we have implemented, and I mean truly functioning, real solutions from SAP and our ecosystem. And those centers and their co-innovation around that have already sparked many ideas and that conversation around meaningful industry change. And if you can, please check them out. This is what my team with the industry advisory councils does to talk with our customers, our partners together, where is this journey going towards and then redefine the best and next practice. So those would be the three things which come to mind but again, I'm, I'm super excited and hopefully this will help people also to re-engage and, and, and learn from others and teach us where to go next. Yeah. Well, Sven, thank you so much. It's been a, a great conversation. Thanks for the insights of great customer and industry examples. I think really uh, give folks some intellectual you know, energy there to think about, okay, I don't want to I don't want to fall behind in this very exciting time. I got to get moving and there's lots of opportunities for that. So Sven, great talk. Thanks so much for that. Thanks for having me, Bob. Anytime again. 
All right, very good. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here on Cloud Wars Live. We've been speaking with Sven Deniken, Chief Marketing and Solutions Officer for SAP Industries and CX. We'll see you next time. <laughs>